0: Yo, this is Hanging with Apes, an Audio Apes podcast. Real talk, real topics, no limits. Audio Apes, music with no boundaries. Yo, what's up everybody? I'm K Cartoon. I'm Rx Phonics. We are the Audio Apes and you are officially Hanging with Apes, a weekly Tuesday podcast where we discuss trending topics and current news with a philosophical and comedic flair. And our take on it, two guys from the south side of Chicago. There is explicit language at times, so be advised. Go on over to Twitter, follow us at Hanging with Apes. Then go to our website, that's hangingwithapes.com. You can sign up for our newsletter. Just input your email and you'll get our newsletter. And we are now on Spotify. So rate and review and subscribe if you're listening on Apple. Rate and review. It helps us out a lot. Very political episode today. We have Brett Kavanaugh officially confirmed. He will be going to the Supreme Court. What does that mean for the Me Too movement? What does that mean for politics? What does that mean for the Supreme Court? We had a big case here in Chicago. The verdict was just brought out the other day of a Chicago cop, or I should say now, former Chicago cop, Jason Van Dyke, and the shooting of Laquan McDonald that took place a few years ago. It was all the rage here in Chicago. They were prepping for protesters. What does that mean? Does this set a bad precedent? We're going to get into that a little bit, and then we're going to get into what today is Indigenous Peoples Day. Well, by the time you hear the episode, it will no longer be Indigenous Peoples Day slash Columbus Day. It'll just be the day after, but as we record this, it's Columbus Day, and uh, some people don't like calling it Columbus Day. Some people are set on calling it Indigenous Peoples Day. What, What do you call it?
1: Columbus Day because I've always known it as Columbus Day,
0: and I, I just <laughs> what do you say to those that uh say by you calling it Columbus Day, you make light of all the travesty that fell upon the indigenous people that were here way before Columbus?
1: Shit's crazy, baby. Shit's crazy. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding.
0: No, I mean that's a good contribution, right?
1: Yeah, that's that's very healthy. No, um, I uh, I feel that if if we're gonna go that route, <laughs> it's just not. It's just kind of like a endless tunnel, you know. Because indigenous people used to take over other indigenous people's territory. So then, we, like, you see what I'm saying? It's like you're kind of just digging a hole for yourself when yeah. it comes to to taking that approach
0: yeah and it's funny because last year we we touched on this a little bit because it, it, you you got you kind of have to because every year people make a big deal about it. But it does seem like that whole movement of not calling it Columbus Day and calling it Indigenous People's Day yeah. is growing. But it really is funny how certain words that people use to advocate for Indigenous People's Day versus Columbus Day they 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 go over things and they have certain um things that they say that aren't totally factual like they how they'll say oh it was genocidal and 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 raping and everything like that and, and sure like some of that stuff took place yeah. but genocide it it was never written or it was never mandated that you know they came here and they just destroyed all the people and if you read history and you look into it, the majority of the people that were killed were killed by the diseases. Yeah. Like the diseases that were brought over unknowingly. Like if we go to a place and like people start dying because we're immune to things that they're not. Like, I mean, that's not that's not our fault. That's, that's number one. But then number two, when it came to like the shooting and, and, and the killing of these people. Yeah. These were battles that were taking place. It was just so happened to be that one side was like way more technologically advanced than the other, but it didn't. You know what I'm saying? It was an actual. It was a battle. It wasn't like oh, we're here, and we're just killing these peaceful people that you know aren't doing anything. It it was. It was a battle. You know, and I think realism. That's something that people pass over.
1: Yeah, because basically adding to your point is like the realism of the situation and humanity and, and, and how things really work um, it reminds me pretty much if you guys haven't watched it you should watch Apocalypse obviously it's a fictional story but it does give you an idea of how things worked so before before the quote unquote colonizers came like this was still a place where shit was up for grabs and like you had to fight for territory yeah you know like so so that is part of our human history so then obviously the guys that are more advanced because europe and china and really that that whole region over there they were just way more advanced they come here yes naturally they're going to win like if you look at it from from a weapons perspective um, the diseases that they had like the you said
0: armor just everything yeah
1: so it, yeah it, it was not it was like it was definitely David versus Goliath definitely. but but I mean that you can't be you can't be mad at that when when uh that's just again just human relations even now you know like that's just the situation that that's happening look at Russia with Crimea look at us with a I mean you don't see this in news outlets, but we're definitely kind of in this cold war zone with Russia. As far as like, we don't like each other, but we like each other, quote unquote. Um, that's just war is part of life. So between between countries, between places, between between all of that. So I mean, it's just it's just a a bad um, what do you call it? A bad a bad way to look at things. But to add to the point. Um, these are the states that that now officially um, celebrate Indigenous Peoples Day and, and observe it as Indigenous Peoples Day officially. Mm-hmm. Minnesota, Vermont, Alaska, and South Dakota. As far as cities, that's a long as list, but it's essentially fifty five cities. So it is a growing movement when it comes yeah. to that. But I think uh, I think definitely wasting your energy on on something that that's really not going to yield anything too.
0: yeah just because like uh, like if everybody right now agrees to call it indigenous people's day is that going to change anything that has taken place yeah n- <laughs> no
1: <laughs> and that's and that's i guess my point i rather w- spend my energy on the future than more so the past not to say that it's not that it's it's uh, bad to observe the past or or, or whatever, or, or or know what happened in the past. But it's uh, you know it's just not healthy. Like, what do you get out of it? And really, the reason is just I think it's more so pushed upon us on from the intersectionality side of things. You know, yeah, people just want something to be mad about, and 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 you know, it, it's easy.
0: But I just I would imagine being mad about something that's a little bit more worthwhile than something that has already taken place. It's not going to change. It is what it is. Not to mention that stemming from that situation, you're acting like it was all bad that stemmed from that situation, but actually a lot of good stemmed from that situation because this was the introduction of a lot more advancement to this side of the world and granted you know uh, there's like it's like growing pains like as history goes on yes there there are fallacies there are like fucked up foul things that happen throughout the course of history but if it's all taking place in the name of moving forward you know what i'm saying you have to kind of take that into an account obviously The older we are, the and, and I mean this as as a human race, the older we get and the more we advance, the more we're on this this earth, and the more lessons we learn, we're able to correct certain behaviors as we go forward. But it's so funny trying it to judge things out of context. You like you're trying to judge the past with the lens that you look at the now, and it's so different. It's so it's, it's almost yeah. the equivalent of saying. You know, like when you watch an old movie and you're watching one of those old movies and you're like, oh, well, how come he just didn't, like, pull out his cell phone or whatever? Well, because there were no cell phones. Like, yeah. <laughs> you can't look at shit back then with the context that you look of shit right now. It's it's totally different. Yeah. And sometimes if you just do that, it'll send you down a rabbit hole of of just craziness. Like, if you ever, like, watch a movie, like an older movie. And you you, you know, juxtapose the movie to like what goes on in today's day and age, it's like you're you're it's a totally different world. Like the technology, the way things look, the way <laughs> people were, the way they operated, the way women were, the way men were, the way you court each other, the way you date. So if just everyday social life is so different, why don't you why wouldn't you think, you know, finding a new land and encountering new people like why wouldn't you think that would be different as well you know and but yet you want to look at it with the same lens that you look at you know the things that happen in today's day and age
1: yeah and then and then like you said you don't look at what what we got out of it because one thing we did get from from the people that started colonizing over here and i think i read this from a i want to say an I don't know what book by Thomas Sowell. Maybe, maybe, maybe you don't know, but where, where, like the Americas didn't have horses, or I think it was horses well, and oxes.
0: Wealth, poverty, and politics. Yeah. yeah, he went over that,
1: and uh, that shit blew my mind. Yeah, because over here was way. I don't want to say uncivil. I mean, compared to to Europe, China, and all and all those areas, like this was like people weren't trading like that because yeah. they couldn't even travel to each other and then they didn't have beasts of burden. So you introduced two animals that pretty much developed the Americas, really, if you think about it. Mm-hmm. So if, if uh, and, that, and that's why I always say, like, you, you can't, you're kind of digging yourself a hole, like, just looking at the past.
0: Yeah, like, if, if somebody really wanted to, like, n- not just grandstand and say, oh, Indigenous Peoples Day, what Columbus did was wrong, like, if you really wanted to, like, get into an in-depth debate about it, it's really a losing debate.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you're, you're going to lose because, I mean, the history is there. You read about it. You're, f- facts are going to win every time. So I, I, I would have said, and, and to me, I guess what, what what's even, I, I don't want to say, what adds insult to injury when it comes to this is, like, you're really trying to to. to it's not it's not I don't think it's based off of good faith because you could have just put used another Monday as Indigenous Peoples Day yeah but you what you want to do is you want to replace Columbus Day because it doesn't fit again your narrative or you didn't agree with it and and to me that's kind of the movement that they're kind of going for
0: absolutely yeah moving on to Chicago Chicago politics Police, and um, well, apparently it was an unjust shooting according to the court of law. A little bit of backstory for those of you that don't know about Jason Van Dyke. Uh, a few years ago, um, there's a situation where this guy was breaking into cars with a knife, brandishing the knife at people, threatening people actually attacked a police vehicle with the knife the police car that was there they called for backup as the guy was moving towards a more populated area in the middle of a busy street Jason Van Dyke and his partner approached the scene saw the guy not dropping the knife um and he was shot 16 times killed and hello? uh, I have no idea why my phone just rang (laughs) but um It's crazy to me, because we talked about this case briefly before, and we talked about how there was no way that Van Dyke was going to get found guilty of first-degree murder, which he wasn't. What he was found guilty of was second-degree murder and 16 counts of aggravated battery with a firearm, which I didn't see that coming at all. And obviously, like each count of aggravated battery with a firearm holds anywhere between 6 to 30 years, and then you know, the sentences for each count can run concurrent or consecutively. So it's all going to really boil down to the sentencing. But what was so crazy to me that when the verdict was reached and then, you know, Van Dyke finally, you know, was hauled away to jail, was how happy certain segments of the city were. And <laughs> it's just so crazy to me what a, what a bad precedent that sets for police officers in this uh, already pretty violent city going forward like what does that tell an officer approaching a crime scene with a knife involved should i just not even care cuz if i have to end up shooting somebody yeah do i you know am i going to lose my job like you know it's so, or am yeah. i going to lose my life am i going to go to jail it's so crazy to me that people would be so happy about this and then and then For the prosecutor to stand up there after the trial and do a press conference and say that this was justice being served and that people should have a little bit more of their faith restored in the justice system. How, if anything, I think this makes me have less faith in the justice system. Yeah,
1: Yeah. well, the thing is this. What what confuses me is you're not guilty on official misconduct which means that you did your job how i guess the rule book was set up for you so then how are you guilty of second degree you, you see what i'm saying like so it, it really just raised a lot of questions and then that ag- like or aggravated battery like uh, that i just I would like to see how it was presented to them the whole like this cuz it was what 16 counts of aggravated battery right but then again it goes back to the so it was very it really left me more confused because I'm not sure what angle what angle you got now another thing too is they said that you had to be proven in order for that for him to get second degree uh first degree had to be proven
0: right but with uh but you you first degree had to be proven, but the mitigating factor could make it second degree. So for instance, you maybe the jury didn't see that the shooting was reasonable, yeah, but they could see how he might have thought it was reasonable at the time but but see, my thing is it's not first
1: degree. It's not. If you look at the at the at the statute and in Illinois, obviously, and for anyone that listens to us that's not out of Illinois, you got to understand too, the the law works differently in every state. So when we say, you know, first degree murder in Illinois, it's in Illinois, and you'd have to be a little bit more versed on Illinois law. Mm-hmm. Now, in
0: Illinois law, like it just there, there's no. Well, there was no... Yeah, there's no first-degree murder. So, since there's no well, first-degree murder... Did, what they did bring up, and, and his ex-partner didn't help him much in this, like, as I've been reading more about the trial, they asked the partner if anything was said in the vehicle prior to them arriving to the scene. And what he said, the partner said that Van Dyke said, we're going to have to kill this guy. But... I'm putting myself in the in his position and the way I'm looking at it is like if I'm speeding to a call where it seems like there's a possible officer or person in danger and I'm getting a call on the radio and the person is yelling, talking about this guy is not going to drop the knife, he's not listening, he's high out of his mind, whatever the case, whatever call he was receiving and, and as he's hearing it on the other end, as an officer i'd imagine if you think that somebody's life is in danger it's probably wise of you to imagine that you might have to possibly take this person's life so Mm -hmm. i i would just associate that more so with thinking out loud like i don't i don't associate that with with uh with like uh like oh like i'm i'm bloodthirsty i'm out to kill somebody i'm looking at it like like Damn, we might have to kill this guy.
1: Yeah, because I'm looking at it from an ad- adrenaline mm-hmm. aspect. And when, I mean, at least for me, when I'm full of adrenaline and there's a situation that's a pretty grave situation, there's things that, that I say that might not sound like it's, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, might not sound like it's the best thing to say, but it's because you're saying it right. on a higher Level, you know, like like on a higher level, of, of being, I guess, like so. So you're you're scared, you're, your adrenaline is pumping, and then you say something. I don't think, you know, you you curse sometimes. Like I know for a fact that in situations where like it's high adrenaline, like I curse a lot. That doesn't mean I'm like some violent, belligerent motherfucker. It's just yeah. that's just I guess like a the defense mechanism. The emotion of the
0: situation is causing for you to be like that. Yeah. Exactly. So
1: so. I could see that. I could see that for uh, for Van Dyke, and especially when you say we're gonna have to kill. It. Oh, we have to kill this guy. Like fuck, uh, you know. Yeah. So I could see that, but I, I think he didn't do himself any favors. Also, when he sat like sat down. Like when he said stuff like, "Oh, I was." Well, I mean, I, I don't think that that makes you guilty at all. But what I'm saying is like, some of the stuff that he was saying just didn't.
0: Like what? Like example? oh, I was
1: try- I was trying to shoot the knife out of his hand. No, we're not trained to do that. So why would you say that?
0: Yeah, that's silly.
1: So, so to me, that came off as like, are you lying? That's how I would look at it. Like, so you're saying this, and I feel like you're lying because well, police training. Yeah,
0: because one of the jurors, uh, she was interviewed, and she said that she highly favored Van Dyke until he actually took the stand. Yeah, which I was telling somebody that uh, when I read the news that he was going to take the stand. I thought it was a bad idea. I thought that his lawyer had did a decent enough job defending him, and I felt like the case was situated and positioned at a point where all he could have done taking the stand was hurt himself and not help himself.
1: And I think that, to me, was kind of a... It made me think twice, and you're not supposed to think like that. Yeah. made me think, like, okay... Because, again, law enforcement, they don't get taught to to That's to shoot. movie shit. Yeah, yeah, like some Western shit. Oh, shoot. Like, I had a couple family members that were saying, oh, he should have just shot his leg. I was like, do you realize how stupid that sounds? Like, no, you're not supposed to do that. Like, Yeah,
0: and you're not taught that. That's not what yeah, you're
1: taught. Yeah, yeah. like, like, like that's movie you're going yeah, to shoot a part of someone's body that's way smaller and way harder uh, again, uh, under circumstances that you're just elevated. Yeah. So, so, so they say that when, when you, when, when you're involved in a shooting, I think your percentage goes down. Like, your shooting percentage goes down mm-hmm. already. Like, you're, like, if you're, like, let's say you're a 100% shooter, you, you automatically get down to, like, in the 70s. Mm-hmm. So, if you're thinking about that, it's like, the, no. Like, if I was a cop, I wouldn't be on some, oh, I'm gonna shoot him in the leg. Oh, I'm gonna shoot that knife out of his hand. So, I definitely don't think he did himself any favors and there was no need for him. And it just didn't... I, I don't want to say it didn't sound genuine for me. It just sounded like
0: some of the stuff... Him. Yeah, it didn't help it him. It definitely didn't. You're right about that. It definitely didn't help him.
1: And and, and it could have been that. Now, as far as being... Because uh, y- we were talking about kind of like the law aspect of things. So that whole thing, just not consistent. So I don't feel... I don't feel... There was any consistency with the situation. Then you go on as far as like what the people were thinking, and and to me that's what kills me, because people were talking about, oh, if dude's not guilty, we're rioting.
0: Yeah, well, I remember that uh, Twitter back and forth you had oh, with yeah. somebody that essentially said that if he's found not to be not guilty, that people need a riot and burn down. Well, what neighborhood Streeterville Streeterville and Wrigleyville and uh, Wrigleyville yeah, which me... is like mostly all white people which made absolutely no sense so if this guy is found not guilty burn these places down where these people have nothing to do with it that would be the equivalent of white people saying well if he is found guilty we're gonna go burn down Inglewood and the west side yeah. like, that's the equivalent What like what sense does that make
1: yeah, and, and this was was crazy. So, so they were saying, you know, and and some of the stuff I don't a hundred percent agree with what they were saying, but I see where they arrived to that conclusion because there's the the and I'm not going to go through all of it because it's just too much. But they were talking about, oh yeah, we should ride. It'll be the perfect ending for the for Rahm Emanuel, Mayor One Percent. Well, let's go back to back. Let's go back to where Rahm comes from. He comes from the Illinois. You know, Democrat machine, Democratic machine, he comes from the cloth of like the Obamas. Yeah, like that's the,
0: what's so crazy to me that yeah. that people are so big on Obama, but they forget that like this guy like is cut from the same cloth. Yeah. Now I will say this:
1: Rom doesn't give a fuck. Like, like as far as and, and you actually pointed this out in one of the episodes. He's like, if you go downtown, everything is pristine and perfect and everything. You leave the city, potholes. Uh, speeding cameras, traffic light cameras—they really want to just take out all the money they can. Illinois as a state, you know, um, income tax increase, taxes for every single thing. So yes, I'm with you on that. Now where where I, where they lost me was where where then they're like, oh yeah, uh, the, the best thing to do is let's go where again, the places that are predominantly white, and then that's when they were like, yeah. Uh, I, and then one of the guys said, these are the heavy questions of, of a revolutionary, I suppose. It would be a beautiful sight to force those enjoying vast comfort at the expense of others to reckon with their complacency. Wrigleyville burning, Street, Streeterville
0: burning. Sounds like fucking Bane.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I was like, I asked him, I was like, so you're saying that anyone in Wrigleyville and Streeterville who is living in comfort is doing so on the expense of others? And he said, yes, what needs to be explained? A lot, motherfucker! Yeah. Like, what
0: the fuck? <laughs> <That's> <laughs> what the fuck are you talking
1: about? So, so I didn't even entertain
0: that question. That, that shit is so funny because <laughs> it's just like somebody make like some fucking, <laughs> like some some like crazy ass like outburst statement, and then like you're waiting for an explanation, and then they're just like, "I'm out." Like, yeah. It's like if like right now we we ran into in, in, in we ran inside of a Starbucks. It's like everybody, everybody the biggest event in history is taking place right now as we speak and everybody's like what what and you're like I'm out and then you just leave <laughs> like, like what what, <laughs> what the fuck
1: <laughs> that's what I would say I wouldn't even know how to so, so so you know he he hits his spiel oh this city's run for the 1% while everyone else gets racist neoliberal garbage thrown at them every day and I like how everyone always it's easy to say the 1% what the fuck are you talking about? What what do you mean the 1%? What what are you talking about? Oh, the 1% that run the run the country. The 1% is fluid. So you might be in the 1% you know and and I'm not saying that that it's a normal thing like obviously that's why you're in the 1%. But as if you just stumble upon it. So that that was that kind of where I went with it. So I was like, "No, you're wrong. I know people who live in those areas that sacrifice to be living good." I mean, there's doctors like I used to do security this doctor, like to be a, a brain surgeon, the amount of schooling and money you put into that type of, sc- you know, so yeah, you kind of, you you're kind of in a rare,
0: yeah, you in know, a, in a rare situation. Class, yeah,
1: in a rare class where your job is so good and it's so important and integral and like not everyone can do it. Yeah, you get paid a lot, but how does that? You know what I'm saying? Like how does that? So whatever. How is
0: that person? living off the expense of others no yeah if
1: anything we need more of you motherfucker. like that's why we're paying you this much because there ain't enough please train everybody so so (laughs) (laughs) so so I was like no you're wrong I know people who live in those areas that sacrifice to be living good before you generalize you should look at different obstacles and steps a person must go through to be living good you don't just stumble into the one percent so obviously no no you don't unless of course you're a child of A person that's in the 1%, but otherwise, I kind of got my point across. Then he's like, then he answers me. He says, I would be curious to hear about these examples you speak of. What is your definition of living good? Let me stop there. Actually, I'll I'll, I'll continue. If you're saying that it's it's a person's right to be rich and exploit others, knowingly or unknowingly, then get the fuck out of here with your meritocracy BS. It is a well-documented myth. And then, this guy was just Dodging and weaving, trying to switch the conversation, and I was like, "Living good is subjective because it is like I might think that living good is I, I I need a yacht, so I'm gonna work hard enough so I can have a yacht and a mansion and a slew of hoes." You know <laughs> no, don't you know say like that's me. But then another version, you know, another person might be like, "Hey, I'm cool with just like a decent little house. I want my family." Being
0: healthy. Yeah, yeah being healthy. So, yeah, that, that is sorry, too much. That is subjective. Yeah,
1: so it's subjective. But I'm using living good based on the metric that person set. So they mentioned that it'd be nice to see Wrigley and Street of O'Byrne suggesting that everyone that lives in there and works to pay their mortgage slash rent deserve to see their neighborhood deal with riots. And when I said that, conversation ended. Dude didn't even bother to reply because it was over with. Because yeah. you're filled with hate, and I think that's where what you were hitting on, which is people instead of looking at this just kind of like a a fucked up situation it was like it's fucked up for van dyke and it's fucked up for for laquan mcdonald obviously not a situation you want to be in obviously personally speaking i wouldn't even have taken the van dyke route that's not to say that lawfully he wasn't uh he, he he wasn't able to do it i think lawfully if you look at the rules See, yeah, I, is, and
0: and the thing for me is, I don't know if I if I would have or I wouldn't have. But but go ahead, finish your point.
1: Yeah, like, like I, I don't know. I don't. But the thing is too is. My background might be different than his. My flight or fight, you know, mechanism might, might work different. Like that doesn't do anything for me. But you have to look at the severity of the situation. Dude has a knife. He's wielding it. Oh, he's fucking. I think he was attacking one of the cop cars, yeah. and you know, so like obviously, dude ain't trying to be friendly. So, so, so then you look at the law, and I just d- didn't see the guilt, the guilty verdict. Now, a lot of the people that were all uh, team Laquan oh, justice for Laquan, it was more so like it came off to me as like they just wanted they just wanted to riot if, yeah. if the shit w- w- didn't go their way and it just that's not constructive at all what's constructive about that i i don't i don't see it i think you're just a piece of shit that that just wants a reason to fucking go out looting and and destroy your own city it's our house you know what i'm saying like it, i don't give a fuck about because you saw in baltimore uh, ben shapiro put it perfectly what are you protesting a black mayor, a, a mostly black police department. Like, what are you protesting? Oh, the system. What? What? You know, like, come on now. Like, this is our house. We should treat our house with respect regardless of the discrepancies. Obviously, if, if, if the law is not deemed, like, adequate and... It must be changed. And yeah, protest, peaceful protest. Go to fucking, you know, city hall. Go downtown to the cap, you know, or go to the Capitol. Do some shit. Organize. Get the shit done. But riots, that that ain't it. That's
0: not going to do nothing but no, hurt people. Definitely not. The conspiracy theorist in me sort of believes that they didn't get the first degree because obviously I felt, and I had said this in previous episodes, that they weren't. the and, and I was willing to bet that they weren't, and they didn't. So they came up with second degree and 16 counts of aggravated battery with a firearm. And the conspiracy theorist in me believes that this is sort of a way to just pacify people. Um, and I guess like the real questions will be answered during the sentencing, because what if he gets only six years, ran concurrently, He's already served two, being out on bond at eighty five percent. What two and a half, three more? Like, and then you know what I'm saying? You're yeah, out. Like, you're done. So it's one of those things where it's just like it's just like, you know what? Let's give this guy some jail time to shut people up so they don't burn down the city. I don't agree with that. I don't agree with that methodology. I'm all for freedom if it's just and you're not guilty and i would be like yeah he's not guilty he's free you could burn down the city if you want to you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. and then we'll deal with it then so that i mean obviously like that's just me kind of theorizing and stuff but what i did see with the protesters or the people that were prepared to protest I did see a lot of hatred in, in their hearts. Like, I see a lot of people that just don't get the way things work, like just don't understand. And and it kind of goes back to what we were talking about previously with the indigenous peoples uh, day is that culturally speaking, there are certain things that certain cultures are good at and and, and do better than others. And it makes all the difference in the world it really does like i know people and and well i will give you an, i'll give you an example and this is like a very little small small example but if you fucking multiply examples like this and extrapolate it then you get where you get exactly where i'm coming from when we drove when we were growing up driving I had well how how many years of a head start did I have on on everybody like easily you were five th- years
1: old <laughs>
0: <laughs> easily I would say like three years yeah easily and in that three years like I was able to like you know learn about real estate and stuff like that because I had wheels and I was on the move yeah but what was funny is is that I look back in it I look back at that and I realized the investment that my parents made by sending me, to a private driving school and them taking time out of their day to show me how to drive as opposed to relying on Chicago public schools to do it, which would have happened way like years later. Yeah. But it gave me such a head start on things. And and the reason I brought that up is because that, like for us, that was like a rare thing. Like, oh man, like this kid is going to like a driving school, whatever, whatever. But there's a lot of cultures and people that they that that's the norm. Like, oh, send my kid to a driving school. He's gonna get his license as soon as he can at 16, or depending on the state, whatever. And like, he's gonna be driving. He's gonna be independent. And like, you're you're setting the the kid on the right foot. But that's a cultural thing. Whereas like the majority of the culture in Chicago dictates, no, you let Chicago public schools do it. The shitty teachers of yeah. Chicago public schools teach your kid how to drive at fucking 21 years old or whatever age like just way later than they need to learn yeah but but that's my point but that is just one little example of how doing something culturally or outside of the culture depending on where you come from can make all the difference in the world for an individual yeah and so it's just so funny to me that so many people are are so gung ho about you know Black Lives Matter or Indigenous Peoples Day, but then if you look at the cultures themselves and you see the um, the the average income, the, the the issues that these people deal with, yeah, it's just like what are you talking about, man? When like you have people saying, oh well. These people are unfairly protested. Uh, I mean, are unf- unfairly uh, profiled by the police department. And, and then you got all these people saying all these little taglines that just are so contrary to like what the real problem is. And the real problem is like, you got to do better. You got to do better. Yeah. Laquan McDonald aside, Jason Van Dyke aside, is really like Jason Van Dyke. If if right, If, if when the sentencing comes out and he gets sentenced to 30 years consecutively for each count. So he's gone for the rest of his life, and then some. He could go, die in jail, come back to life, and he would still have to serve time. Even if if that is the case, and that happens, does that change the situation that these people that are protesting are in? Like, does he put more money in their pockets? Does it open their mind? Does it, does it, does it make them like open a book and, and, and read a book? Yeah. And it's so crazy because speaking on, on books, I finally finished Jordan Peterson's, uh, 12 rules for life and antidote to chaos. I actually finished it last night and that's such a powerful book. Like just everything that, that he talks about. And, and it's so funny because uh, at the end, after he goes over the the the, the twelve rules, uh, he talks about a situation where he was with one of his friends, and his friend had a, a pen that like lit up. So like, essentially, like whatever you're writing, it's yeah. sort of like illuminated. Yeah. And he liked the pen, and he asked the friend if he could have it, and you know, his friend gave him the pen. And he said that like that was so monumental to him because he felt like very important things. Should be written with this pen because, like, it, it illuminates like whatever's being written. So he started like writing down like important life questions and life lessons and and what have you. But that's a guy that has been you know protested or 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 people you know have have spoken out against. And in the book, you see like everything that he has gone through, like you know from from his academia to his his family, his children. And how he kind of came to the conclusion of having these 12 rules for life, which is an antidote to what the world can often be chaotic, which, yeah. which the stage was set for chaos with this Van Dyke trial. Yeah. And it's funny because I, some of those people and the things they said, you could tell that none of what they're talking about has any application of any of those 12 rules. Like no. you're it's you're you're getting it so wrong. You're getting it so wrong and you're not even and and you're expecting some system or 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 these people next to you, these protesters. Actually, I don't even know what it who you're expecting to fix the situation. But you have to understand that the only one that can fix it is you and not yeah. by this.
1: Yeah. I mean, think about it. You buy a house who's gonna fix your sink you gotta be proactive about getting your sink fixed oh shit my 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 heating cooling ain't working someone needs to no you need to be proactive getting it fixed whatever the case is you got to go and and get it done so when you look at your community there's a lot of things that could be applied and i know firsthand because i've applied a lot of stuff You've applied a lot of stuff, and and we're better off for it. And as a community, like before you before you point any fingers, make sure that
0: your your shit is right. <laughs> What's that rule with? <laughs> uh, set your house in perfect order yeah. before you criticize the world.
1: And, and to me, that that so so that book does apply to this situation. Before you go and, and talk shit, is your shit in order? Are are, are is everything decent? How's your credit card debt? How's your credit card score? How are your kids? How's your job?
0: Are you doing good? Are you uh, saving money? Are you saving like, money? Like, because see, it's one thing if if your house is in perfect order and you're you're recognizing like, damn man, I'm not moving up. Like yeah. Like, like I can't I can't move up. Then that's when you get situations like a recession or a depression or for what a lot of people would say, like a lot of entrepreneurs would say, like the Obama years, where it's just like, like, shit, my house is in order. I still can't move up. Yeah. And then that's when you have, like, a real grievance with, uh, with uh, the, the government and the way that the things are ran. But if you're not even there yet, you don't even know what you can and can't be. Because you yeah. don't... You're, you're, you're not even... You're not even there. You're not even... You're, you're, you're not even moving forward you're moving backward
1: yeah yeah it reminds me of like when people think that they could do what they see on TV when it comes to like sports players or stuff like that you know oh yeah whatever oh, it ain't that great yeah okay it's easy to say or it's easy to talk shit about a guy who just got knocked out but worked his whole life and was undefeated before it's easy to talk shit because you didn't apply the work and you weren't in the gym and you didn't you know what I'm saying like it's easy but until you get into that world and into that level, like nah, stop yeah. it. And and a lot of it too. As, as 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 a community, like we gotta stop. You gotta stop looking and comparing at you and someone else, and start looking and comparing you and the day, you know, and and the version of you yesterday.
0: You know what I'm saying, like. Well, that's another rule, actually. Yeah, it's uh, uh, compare yourself to who you were yesterday, not who others are today. Yeah,
1: and, and, and uh, just stop it. What but see, do you,
0: I I feel like that 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 particular rule only pe- some people can apply it because see, if you compare yourself. To who you were yesterday if you are constantly like moving forward and doing better then yes that is legit it's like all right you compare yourself to where you were yesterday sure maybe i'm not where this person is health wise or or financially or relationship wise or, or or whatever the case like because people's lives are so abundant like it's just so much stuff in a life but you want to get there or whatever but and you see that you're making steps forward but there is segments of people in society that they like are moving back. It's not, they're not even moving forward. They're they're fucking moving back. Yeah. And in in that regard, in that regard, I it would probably be pretty depressing for them to compare themselves to who they were yesterday, because they yesterday they were probably better off. Yeah. But the thing is is at some point you do have to come to the realization as to like why you're moving back why your community is moving back why the people around you are moving back and like and I've always said this that there really doesn't take any school or anything like that like you don't have to be a rocket scientist it doesn't take a book to just observe the world around you and see is what the people are doing around you does it work do you feel good about it is this something you want to continue if it is well then you're good but if it isn't you can't really complain until you change the behavior like like you know like there's so many times like you know i might be in like a you know a store or or place in a not so great neighborhood and i'll hear like certain women on the phone and it sounds like they're arguing with their baby daddy and it's like an argument or a phone conversation that I've just heard all too often from different people, and I ask myself when I hear that is it's like, are are is nobody like looking around them? Is nobody like being observant and saying like, damn, you know what? I don't want to go down that road. Yeah, I don't want to be like that because I know like when I was younger, I asked myself those questions. I observe certain things like, damn, like you know what? I don't want to be like that guy like. Like I, and and it, a lot of times it'd be people that were considered cool. Like, like I remember um, I had a friend in in uh, elementary school and like he always hung out with like his older brother and like his older brother, like he always had like these manger guys around and stuff like that. And I remember there were like a lot of girls that were like real impressed with those guys. And, you know, he thought the world of his older brother. He thought like he was the coolest and stuff like that. And I remember, like, you know, being very into, like, comics and movies and stuff growing up and, like, rap music. And I was like, man, like, the people in the comic books and in the movies and the rappers and stuff like that, those were kind of the guys that I thought cool. And I was like, man, these guys are nothing like them. Like, yeah. why do, Like, I don't want to be like these morons, these game banger morons that are getting high all the time. But it's just one of those things where, like, you observe, like... Yeah. And that doesn't take any any like the college degree to do that. It's yeah. just like, do I want to be like them, or don't I? These I see these motherfuckers asking, "Oh, let me borrow a dollar." Like I don't want to be going around asking people for money. Like know. you know what I'm saying?
1: Able-bodied motherfuckers, like
0: oh yeah, enabled body, yeah. absolutely. Or even or even what's cool?
1: Because I remember I think I was with you, growing up, um, and and, and uh, one of the guys was trying to get a a, a radio. A, 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 like a radio for the car, mm-hmm. and 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 then one of our guys says, "Oh yeah, this motherfucker, he'll get you a radio like in five ten minutes." So this guy was so good at stealing radios mm-hmm. from from like cars that like literally he would come back five ten minutes, whatever the fuck you were looking for. I think I was there with you, but his so 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 this guy. Oh yeah, you can give me this radio. Yeah, I will like, Give me like 10, 15 minutes. So dude left, and then his, his buddy he was like counting money and then showing off and then saying, "Oh yeah, this this that like this that uh, dope money man." I'm I'm like how stupid can you be, saying what you do, which which which, which is legal, and then saying it out loud to one of you don't know who the fuck we are. We could rob your ass or something. Yeah. but it's like that mentality of like this is cool. I look cool. I like I'm pretty sure that dude didn't fare very well in life. You know, yeah, I, like, I don't
0: even know who the fuck you're talking. Yeah, about. yeah.
1: But well, I remember because you and I were it was we were super young, like we we're in high school.
0: Mm-hmm. We're old as fuck
1: now, <laughs> no, but but you know, like you you just looking and thinking, and it's like
0: my was probably dead somewhere.
1: Yeah, but see, all these people they'll look at, and sometimes I ask myself like, did we just look at rap differently? Like, cause like rap obviously is very there's a lot of bravado in it, a lot of showing off, a lot of you know. They were looking at the at the wrong stuff because, like, even though I saw that, it wasn't something that appealed to me when listening to, to, to hip hop music because, like, there's a lot more lessons to be learned from these Absolutely. guys.
0: Absolutely, but but it's it's so funny to me because rap gets a bad rap, obviously, from people. No like, pun intended. Like, like uh, oh, it's you know misogynistic and it's uh it glorifies consumerism and. And and spending money you don't have, and 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 sure to some degree that is very true, but so do movies. Like so does everything. It's just it's a matter of like what you take from it. Like for instance, I'm gonna bring. I'm I'm We could play a little game. I'm a Dallas Buyers Club, right? Dallas Buyers Club. Yeah. You saw that movie, right? Yes. What what was the in a few words like? What's the the message you got from that movie? Like what's like the lesson you learned from it?
1: The lesson I learned from Dallas Buyers Club, shit, by any means, like don't ever, cause it was pretty much
0: him against the government. Okay, no. good, very good. That's enough said. Oh, your lesson wasn't to have unprotected sex with prostitutes in a hotel room and contract AIDS, but you get what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, my that. point. Is like. You could look at the m- movie and be like, oh, he was in hotel rooms having sex with prostitutes and he hung out with a tranny. He's you a could, bad you, person. You could get that from the movie because that's also in there. Yeah. Or you could get, no, like against, like you said, against all odds, he went against the government, went under the table, undercut the government to not only help himself, but to help people. Yeah. And created like a club and a membership where people could come. Exploded and get, a loophole. And get the medicine that they needed to live, you know, a little bit longer. Yeah that's my point though is like whatever movie like you bring up or any anything you bring up like you could bring up the negative in it yeah it's a matter to us to like pick what we like like for instance I'm a huge LeBron James fan on the court yeah I think he's a pretty decent guy off the court I think he's a moron when it comes to politics. I can do that. Like I don't have to like think he's great on the court and think he's great off the court and think he's going to be the yeah. great president. No. I think yeah. he's great on the court, one of the best ever. I think he's a decent guy off the court. Like he does a lot of good for his community. He seems to be a good husband, a good father, but he's a fucking total moron yeah. when it comes to politics.
1: So like it doesn't have to be black and white because no. people are so it's just levels to this shit. You you think that everybody that we walk
0: next to in the store we agree hundred percent? No fucking way. And 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 so kind of bringing it all home and tying it all together is the people that were talking about oh Fry Van Dyke and and all of this and all that and wanted to make it a thing about race or or inequality or or just just all the craziness that came with it the. The racial inequality the the financial inequality just everything really at the end of the day could it just not be that this guy like how you were saying earlier his his flight or flight his fight or flight instinct might have been a little bit different than yours could he have not reasonably thought that maybe his life or his partner's life was in danger do you at all ask the question maybe the guy Laquan shouldn't have been high off PCP, not listening to police orders, and like just tone it down a little bit. Like everything yeah. doesn't have to be so extreme, and you 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 pick it apart. It's just like like how you said, maybe I wouldn't necessarily have acted like that, like how Van Dyke did, but could I reasonably see how he might have thought that I was reasonable at the time? And that's and that's that's a better approach than. The, the extreme approach that people take so you know so black and white moving on to the last topic of the episode should just leave it at extreme approach <laughs> extreme approach absolutely Brett Kavanaugh is confirmed it happened did you ever doubt it or did what were your what was your thoughts did you, did you ever feel shaky about it I think uh they kind of saw what happened. And
1: by by they I mean the left. They're like, Oh shit, we're pissing these motherfuckers off and it's like this red wave which I remember when you asked me what I thought should happen, which is like, yeah, if, if you wanna and I would assume that they're gonna investigate it. I don't know that they'll yield anything, but whatever. Confirm dude, confirm Kavanaugh, and then have an investigation after the fact. I thought I, I was doubtful a little bit. I was like, where's see, the Democrats
0: to? methodology is they wanted the whole thing held off until the end. Of, Cause they just, they just wanted to buy time. That's all this was ever about.
1: Yeah. But obviously that's what, that's what shocked me, I guess. Because if they would have voted no, would there have been another round or, or it was just, no dude ain't confirmed.
0: Yeah. I think it would have been, that would have been it. Trump would have had, the the chance to pick somebody else but by the time he picked them and everything the dem it would have been november yeah but even if that happened now i'm not so sure if that would have even made a difference because people are saying now the in the polls because you know the democrats have been gaining in favorability lately but they said because of this whole kavanaugh situation and the 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 tactics that they used against them it kind of left a bad people, bad taste in people's mouth about the Democrats, and and it is kind of true, and and it's understandable. It was an ugly; the tactics were ugly. Yeah, it yeah. was an ugly tactic. And then it's so funny to me. And people, baseless. people were were so upset about <clears throat> how he carried himself when he was defending himself. They were saying, "Oh, he was like overly emotional." Yeah. That's good. Like I wanna see people that when they're accused of this nonsense yeah. to to get greasy. Like, actually, if, if you if you go back to some of the episodes that where we talked about Bill Cosby, that was one of the things that I said he should have done. Like I was like, how come this guy isn't speaking out defending himself? It's yeah. like he's letting the lawyers do all the talking, everybody else do all the talking, and he's not like saying anything himself.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and and and, and to me it's like you have to defend yourself. if there's anything that was learned from the Trump era is if you punch back, you're gonna be respected like like and and, and that's just the truth and like, a lot of
0: times you punch back and your opponent is not expecting it and then they just kind of like run off because yeah. they're not they're not used to somebody punching back.
1: yeah and and I think um this was basically the case like listen, I didn't do it. This shit pisses me off. What the fuck? It's, to, to, it's a it's a, it's a a rated R version of what he said. Obviously, he said it more respectfully, but you could tell he was angry about it. Like, what? So, I mean, what? what you think this dude's not human? So, so we're supposed to have robots as Supreme Court justices, you know? Like, he's a human being. Mm-hmm. And he was accused of something that there's nothing that we could base off of it. And if it's not true, this is definitely an approach that I would deem like, well, this makes me believe that it's not true, you know? Like... Absolutely. What are you? What are you doing now? To me, and you know what? Um, I even tweeted about it. That was one thing that I didn't agree with because uh, Jordan Peterson said that like, oh, they should confirm him, but then he should step down. No. Why would I step down if I didn't do nothing wrong? So. Because oh, because it validates the people and t- makes them feel like I don't give a shit about what the fuck they feel. I didn't do this shit. I ain't stepping down. Yeah. Prove it. Okay, because then, then at that point, who the fuck, who's gonna step down? You know what I'm saying? Everybody, because everybody yeah. can say anything about
0: everybody. Yeah. Well, let's all step down. Yeah. Man. And then until no, 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 no. K. Cartoon touched
1: me. I need a new partner. And hang with <laughs> apes. Me too, motherfuckers. So, you know what I'm saying?
0: <laughs> but well, so but, but uh, speaking of Me Too, the what kind of a blow has this dealt to the Me Too movement?
1: I don't know that. Wow. Uh, okay. A, a pretty big blow. Yeah. I think So, so too. yeah, but but because of the way they go about things, because if if we're looking back at a lot of the instances that that quote unquote, uh, Me Too applies. We saw the uh, we talked about this before the 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 chick that says she got ra- raped by Weinstein, and I thought like. She did not make a very good case of herself to, to to release that video. Yeah, cuz you made yourself look, look bad. very bad.
0: Yeah. Uh, like I and, really and a lot of just whatever credibility she did have kind of went down the drain with, with her releasing that video.
1: Yeah. Like like what I saw from him was like workplace harassment, like like you know, unprofessional conduct.
0: Yeah, it was unprofessional. But I, I d- saw a dude that was trying to get in where he fits yeah. in. That's what I saw, but I did. That's in her, rape. I didn't see a victim. You get what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, exactly. Like that does. That's not. You're you're saying yes to him. Oh yeah, you could touch me. Oh, data's hot. Oh, uh, oh, you want to meet up later in a hotel? Yeah, sure. When you just said that, you said that you were not in control of the situation. So why would you do that? You did that because you wanted your script read and you wanted to get somewhere. So you were willing to sacrifice and sell your soul to the devil. To me, that's what that looks like.
0: And the devil bought it.
1: Yep. And now you got
0: buyer's remorse. So the Me Too I have it, the buyer's remorse. <laughs> <laughs> Great-ass hype, man.
1: <laughs> this shit is great. Like, imagine... I imagine, like, I'm debating someone and, like, you're just there in the background, Mike, and every every good point that I make, you just repeat it in that voice. I'll win every debate. <laughs> no, but... Oh, but, you know, like, I feel that, that it does deal a huge blow but a very healthy blow because if and, oh, and absolutely yeah because I, I feel that the Me Too movement does have things about it that's good when it comes to learning how to act. And and I we've mentioned this before, like you should as a woman When you're not feeling comfortable, you should definitely be more assertive. That's something to learn out of this. But
0: see, that's where I disagree with you because I don't think it's teaching that. Like in all of this "me too" stuff, not once is is that is what I'm seeing from this. Is oh, if you have buyer's remorse, the buyer's remorse. If you have buyer's remorse. You can just come like later and say, oh, like I I was raped, I was assaulted. That's what is being taught. It's not being taught like, hey, ladies, let's do a better job of either one, not getting ourselves into these situations. Or if we do find ourselves in a situation like this, we're able to get ourselves out of it. And if we're in a situation that we can't get out of it, we're reporting on this right away, making sure we're getting witnesses to corroborate our story. But none of that is – but I'm not getting any of that from from the Me Too movement. I I, I think what you're trying to say is that's what should be learned from it. But that's not – I don't think that is what is being learned.
1: And I think maybe, too, I'm looking at it from what I'm peeping from from some of these situations. But it's definitely not being sold that way. No, it's not. I'm peeping it like, like for example, her. I saw that she was recording it, so I obviously felt that she was – I understood that she felt uncomfortable and she saw the situation that oh I'm not I don't feel safe and I'm gonna record it fine okay but then within that you're not very sure of what to do and it also shows and you're enabling him it also shows that and you could always say no so, yeah and it's like are and she you, never said no yeah she never said no she was she didn't know what the fuck was going on like she like and that's what I'm saying like that video proves that that like you can't no no is no no listen i'm here for the script i'm here for that if dude starts getting on some shit, since you're recording it release the shit let's see oh this is harassment and he you know what i'm saying like you could have taken that approach you know what i'm saying and that that to me that's that's
0: legit and then us as viewers of the video were like damn okay like she held her own like you side with her
1: yeah and it's like damn that's fucked up that she didn't get her Especially especially we're writers. We we, we, we we uh we've done comedy videos, we we write music. We know that it takes a lot to, to create some dope ass shit. So I, like right off the bat, I'd be like, damn, that's fucked up. She didn't get her script read or, or passed through or even taken seriously because like dude was just trying to get in. That's unprofessional. That's fucked up, do should step down. I'd be like Right, you completely correct. Yeah. But but then when 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 you're allowing this behavior You know, and
0: and and it almost, uh, in to a degree, enabling it almost. Yeah,
1: it it makes me feel like it comes at a cost. Like 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 a lot of the women that came forward after the fact. It's like, damn. So you said Weinstein, like uh, the girl from Iron Man, um, uh, Gwyneth Paltrow. You didn't say shit. You've been in the Iron Man movies. You're decent, but now that oh, this is this is my time to shine. Now, now dude's out Oh yeah I had to do this shit For the part Yeah but you got the part You sold your soul <laughs> Like Yeah So It was
0: worth it To you then
1: Yeah it was worth it To you then So like If it was such a problem You should have definitely Said no nah, And then report dude And, and they say Oh well it's cause It's a dude in power Listen man We're in the age Of fucking technology Yeah You'll get exposed Right away It's, it's
0: 2018 and, and, and you like, know how many fucking journalists are dying for a story like that? Oh, yeah, come They'd on. They bite down on that shit so hard. Like, you'd have so much protection, so many people on your side if you went about it the right way. Yeah. Yeah, but I agree. I do think that uh, Kavanaugh's confirmation dealt a huge healthy blow to the Me Too movement. And also, I think that it showed that... In large, the Me Too movement is kind of child's play. It's like, yeah, you know what? You could do that shit like on the playground in your little like cities and Hollywood, whatever. But when it comes to the high court of the land, this is a man's game, and I don't mean that like a man's game, like not women included. I mean oh, like, this, like Let me rephrase. Let, like, no, let me rephrase. I mean, this is like the major <laughs> leagues. Yeah, like yeah. that's like the little leagues. This is the major leagues, and like if you want to play in the major leagues, you need evidence. Exactly, that's it. and 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 I think that's a that's a good thing. Like, if he did do something, you have to be able to prove it. If anybody does something, you have to be able to prove it. Otherwise, and prove it in within context, not just not just oh, like a, there's like a picture. Of me like grabbing a girl's ass, but it turns out like like I've been dating this girl. Well, no, that's that that's not in context. Like, oh look at him, he's a savage. He goes around grabbing women's ass. No, yeah. I grabbed this girl's ass because she allows me to do that. Like you know, versus so the evidence has to be in context as well. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, that's our episode for today. Thank you guys so much for listening. The show does continue to grow. Last month, like we said, was the biggest month of the show hopefully we can make this month the biggest month of the show we are now on spotify if you're listening to us on apple rate and review drop a very good comment give us a five star rating come on you could do it give us just five stars boom and uh we'll see you guys next week thank you guys so much peace peace